Hey, it's Matt Bradford with Video Game Outsiders, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers. One of those words is accurate. Which one is it? This is Wingman709 from This Xbox Life, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast, where I go every week for all things horrible. This is Tedekin from ZombieCast and the creator of Combat Kids, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast, but really, you should probably stop listening and go watch Combat Kids again. This is what you want, this is what you get. The horrible, the horrible game, game podcast. Welcome to the Horrible Gamers Podcast, episode 78. Thanks for all the live chatters on Twitch. If you're not aware, we do this live every Saturday at 7 p.m. And we're pretty much on time today. Twitch.tv forward slash horrible gamers. This is a podcast. That's gamers. This is with the Z. You know it. You know it. You know it. But if you don't know it because you knew it, it's with the Z. Find us on Facebook. We got a group. Find us on YouTube. We got uh, we got an account on there. We, we've been posting videos and stuff. Lots of cool Tomb Raider stuff. This Tomb Raider just came out this week. So there is some stuff there. Um, leave us a voicemail, 504-475-4497. We do have a long uh, voicemail from um, from Normie again this week. She left this one, so kind of her, and we're going to make fun of it and pause it and do all that fun stuff. But follow us on Twitter, at HorribleGamers. Thanks, everyone. And let's get, the start, let's get the show started today. My name is Sean. Obviously, they call me Imes, and we got... Oh, guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back, back. I want to say, but I'm not going to. Uh, Brink. Brink is here. What's up, Brink? Yeah, what's going on, man? What's going on, dude? I'm happy yeah, I'm you're just, here. I'm coming out of this, like, hangover, like, Tomb Raider hangover. I know. You put, like, this 30 hours fog. in, like, three days, man. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> and we got Rob, the king, the king, king of New Zealand. Hey, man. What's up? What's up, dude? And, yeah, we got... Jesus is not here. We can't get a hold of him. Maybe he'll pop in the show later. But as of right now, he's not on the show. So I'll, I'll do fucking Jesus. Yeah, fucking. I was like, fucking. Uh, I got some fucking Fallout 4. It was fucking great, man. I was like, fuck. Actually, I don't know if he says man. But anyways, fucking. Um, hey, uh, here's that other fucking guy. Uh, Hook, what's up, fuck? <laughs> what's up, Pimes? You did a good Jesus impression. That's <laughs> just in case he doesn't show up. We got all of our Fs in. <laughs> uh, now I got to cut them down. Yeah, we're all here. We are here. We've been playing a lot of cool games this week. And Rob, Rob's only gonna be here the first first hour, and Brink's gonna be here probably only the first hour. It might may only be just me and Hook at the end, but you know what, you guys, we're gonna start. So we're gonna start with Tomb Raider. Hook, you can set this one out. You can can hang out if you want. You want to listen? I'll drink my whiskey. Okay. Well, anyways, you guys, um, Tomb Raider. Is yeah, it good? Where do we even start? Oh, where mm-hmm. do we start, man? Like, I, I, you know what I hate about brand new games? This is what I hate. Look on Rob's playlist the day before we get it, and he's already playing it. I'm like, this asshole, dude. <laughs> I know he's a day in advance, technically, but technically it's still the same day if you think about it in real time. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's cool. I actually got it, I got it two hours before it was supposed to come out. I don't really know what happened, but I was playing it at 10 o'clock on the day it came out. The day before it I came love out. when that happens. Dude, Tomb Raider is is freaking fantastic. I'm I'm loving it. Like you, I already knew I was gonna love Tomb Raider going into it because the last game was, other than Bioshock Infinite, it's the game right under it for my top all time games, Tomb Raider. And this one, it, it's a lot of it's kind of more of the same, but there's a lot of new stuff to it. But it, it definitely blows my expectations out of the water. Well, let's talk about the first Tomb Raider for a second because that game was magnificent. Um, when, when was that? Two years ago, it came out. Now, thirteen. Yep, twenty thirteen. Yeah. yeah. That that game was you know 
fantastic. I mean, I, I bought three copies of that game and on, on various consoles and, and absolutely loved it. And I was thinking at the time that you know gaming can't get any better than this. Then a week ago, it did. It definitely, yeah, it definitely did, man. I'm taking my time, Rob. You're collecting everything as like I am, right? Oh yeah, I, I don't want the game to stop. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what? I this is what okay. Tomb Raider is great. I love Tomb Raider. This is what I don't like about it. I don't like about it. they throw these things at you and you can't you can't they're like little puzzles or like you might have to blow a door open to get something out of there, but you can't do it because you don't have the equipment yet. So you're like you're trying you're running around that area trying to figure a way to open it. And you're like God damn it. There's probably something simple and it's, it's always that you're gonna get the stuff way later and have to come back. And I hate coming back. I just want to I want to clear an area before I leave. At least in this game, though, as soon as you walk up to the barrier, it says you can't access yeah. this until you have this piece of equipment. So you're like, oh, okay. Rather yeah, than being like, why can't I open this? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's parts where it says to go any further, you need such and such equipment. And you think, oh, new, new toys later on. Sweet. So yeah. I, I love that aspect because the toys in this game make Batman look ridiculous. They just <laughs> keep throwing these new toys at you, and they're so cool. And they just keep coming. And the funny Ooh. thing is, they're really simple tools, or toys. You know, like that grappling hook. Now you have that little thing where you can jump and you can grapple up things just by swinging your little hook out and you kind of swing. I love yep. the feeling of that. It feels so yes. good. Real good. And with the arrows, too. Mm. You can shoot your arrow and, and then have a rope attached and swing on that. Like Tarzan. And just, you, can just, you can just fire later on. You can just fire an arrow into the wall and then... You can start climbing up the wall. The way they, because there's some areas that you can't get to earlier on in the game, and the, but the way they make you get into those areas later on is by using your toys or tools or whatever you want to call them. Um, I, I think it's really smart how they've done it. And I think if you hadn't played the first game, I think at times you get quite confused in this game because you don't realize that you've got to go back to areas later on. Yeah, like I'll even I'll be I'll be looking at the map and I'll, I'll, I'll you know if I find the if I find that the little map that kind of opens up where all the collectibles collectibles are at. You can see them on your map, so you see like a collectible way up there. So I'm, I'm, I'm spending a half hour trying to get up there, realizing I can't do it till later because yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh, but it's cool. I mean, at least okay, yeah. here's here's another thing. Do you guys do this every time you walk into a place and you see rats and you have to kill every single one? <laughs> no, no, because they respawn and um, you can't clear the area out. Oh, I'm rats anyway. I guess on deer. I'm wearing the hunters, the huntress, or the hunters outfit at the moment. I have to kill 50 animals, so. I'm actually trying to find animals to kill, which is really against everything that I do in gaming. But I thought I that know. achievement was just kill 50 deer. Oh, crap, is it? That sucks. I think so. It makes it worse. I have to go find some deer. Yeah. I, I think it's in, in that Jacob's Village area, wherever that is. can't remember They're the names not, of things. I'm sorry. They're not oh. necessarily easy to kill either until you, <clears throat> unless you shoot them in the heart directly. Yeah, that's that, an that's, kill. that's that's a, a smart change they made in this game. And, and, and Tomb Raider, you just shot it in the head and everything died. But in this particular game, it's um you've got to shoot them in the right area to get the, the one shot kills. And I quite like that. I'm at, I'm at the point where if I shoot if I shoot a deer or anything, it's a one shot kill. I don't know if I got the perk up or if I just got the bow at max, whatever. I mean, as long as I pull that bow all the way back, one shot anywhere on the body kills it. Really? On yes. my game, they they just go and run off. Yeah. Not to chase <laughs> them down, follow their tracks, follow the blood trail, and then shoot them again, maybe even two more times. Yeah, I've had that a few times, and I don't enjoy that part. I don't like killing animals in general, but uh, I'm just trying to get this one particular achievement. It mm. is for a good cause, though. I mean, you got to make a new wallet. Put. <laughs> 
it's, it's kind of stuff. it's kind of like um, Far Cry three or four and three, where you have to kill animals to be able to make all your equipment. But that's what I like about Tomb Raider on this occasion is that they've they've given you reason to actually go after it and do the hunting because you actually need the resources. Whereas in the first game, it, I don't think you really use the resources that much. They've gone quite in depth and deep with the resources in this game, and it's uh, it's made a, a new element to the to the added a new element to the game. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, resources required to craft different items, and I noticed that just to craft a strap thing on your bow, it took like 18 animal skins, and I'm like, good lord. Got to kill 18 deer to make a little strap for your bow. Dude, I will climb up on a rock, and I will spend 20 minutes there just shooting every pigeon, every rat, (laughs) every rabbit. You get XP for all this, so it's not pointless. You're getting 10 to 15 XP for all of it. So I just like I'll shoot everyone. There, there's this area with a bunch of chickens running around. I'm, I'm lighting them on fire. <laughs> you throwing the chicken because that that's good time. Yeah, there's an achievement for throwing a chicken in the ear and shooting it, isn't there? Yeah, there yeah. is. So you can pick it up. Rotisserie, yeah, can, I believe. You have to shoot yeah. it with a fire arrow while yeah, it's in the air. Right. Yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna do that. I wrote the, all the achievements down. I haven't done any achievement hunting on this game yet, but but I'm playing it on survival mode. So there's easy, normal, hard, and then there's survival mode. I'm not really sure how much harder it is. It is kind of tough. I'm a little leveled up now, so I mean, I don't have. But you get shot with like a bullet. You got. You have to like bandage yourself up quick, because like two crazy. bullets will kill you. But now I'm a little now now I'm a little bit more. Um, uh, I, I've leveled up a little bit, so I can take more damage. It's not as bad. It'll get worse later on once the the um, Trinity and his people turn up. Uh, shit gets crazy. I can't imagine doing that on survival. <laughs> It's tough, but I, I kind of like... There's there's very few games I love the challenge. Tomb Raider's one of them, Bioshock's one of them, and Last of Us is one of them. Those are three games that I just love to go through as, as slow as I possibly can. All I know is what they have achieved technically with this game is mind-blowing. For, mm. for all the people saying, oh, current-gen consoles are already outdated by three, five years, play this game. Yeah. It... The amount of detail they have put into this game is mind-blowing. I, I would literally just stare. I would stop what I was doing and just stare at, at the world around me. I just can't believe I'm playing a video game. Mm-hmm. It, it looks that good. I've never seen anything like it. It's it, crazy. From the very time that game opens, uh, I think you're up in the hills, and my, my screen saver on uh, – well, screen saver, my, my back screen, whatever you call it, on Xbox is from the very first moment I got to take control of Laura – uh, Lara, whatever we call her, um, because it, it just looks magnificent. I mean, I, I I liken it to when I first walked into um, GTA V, and you just walk around the, the, the city, and you're amazed at how good it looked. But GTA V can, fails in comparison to this game. It's, this is the most stunning game I've ever come across on a console. What would you say, Iams, coming into this as a PC player and having experienced some pretty amazing graphics? It, it does look really good. It's kind of hard for me to tell because you're, you're talking about me playing on my 27-inch monitor versus my versus my TV. I don't usually I don't transfer to my TV ever since I got this monitor because it has better refresh rate. But dude, it looks it looks fantastic. There's some areas, especially when you're in tombs, that I, I am so impressed with. How detailed it is. The blacks in this game are really black. Like, you know, they don't feel as washed out as the last Tomb Raider did. I don't know if, that, I don't know if stuff like that actually, like, it, it's obvious to you, or not obvious, but if it stands out to you guys. But when I see dark blacks and I know they're, like, really good blacks, it, it always stands out to me. 
How about those mosaics in the crypts of the prophet and each individual tiny little tile yeah. you can see, and they all have reflective, like a glittery sort of property to them. It, I will just stare at one of those mosaics just in awe. Mm, I, I just keep adjusting the, the, the angles I was looking at to see what, how the light would bounce off. And yeah. the, light, the lighting effects in this game are superior to anything. It's um, amazing the amount of detail that they've been able to, to put into it. Where you know, Other game companies struggle to fucking put out a half reasonably looking game. Yeah, these guys these guys drop this piece of perfection out. And it's ten eighty P. It looks this good and it's ten eighty P. Yeah, I would like, I feel be... like there's no excuse for any other developer after seeing this game. None. It's not. I mean if 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 this this game isn't light on content, it's you know, super super busy in the background. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh and they all move perfectly in sync. I mean I'm just looking at this picture on my screen now and and, and you can see snow particles flying past with the cameras and mm-hmm. that and crunch, that crunch when you're walking through the snow. It's like, mm, man, the sounds. It oh makes my, my goodness. It gives me that that you know, like like when people tell you to take a popsicle stick and put it between your teeth, that chills you get when you think about just like pulling a popsicle stick. That's the that's the the tingle I get when I'm thinking about the crunch, the crunch of the snow, man. It's just so realistic. Yeah, I get that when I'm sticking my ice pick in the ice and climbing up that. It just it seems so real. Yeah, dude, it's good. The man, sound so- has definitely added to the visuals because when you're listening and you're seeing the visuals, it sort of enhances them mm-hmm. because the sound is so spot on and realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, I love they use the theme song. They're not the theme song, but the menu song from the first game. That dun dun. Dun, dun. I can't do it. It's in my head going over, but I can't. About. I can't replay it. It's that when you're sitting, when you go to the campfires, and it's got that that sound. It just brings me back to the first game, the feeling of the first game. It's oh, I love that. I love it. I don't know what it is. The but. music is is just perfect in this game. Whenever it, things are starting to get intense and the music cranks up a little bit, it it does such a great job. It it sort of making you feel tense you know you're gripping your controller and you're like oh man it's it's about to get crazy in case you guys wondered hook is still here he hasn't dropped out um he is here i'm not sure what he's doing if you guys hear that he doesn't play tomb raider so <laughs> i haven't played tomb raider i, I really want to get it. i like like you were saying earlier rob that first one was so good and that's why i just keep thinking i want that experience i want it i played through it twice once on the, the 360 and then twice when it came back on the xbox one you and need this one, man. You need. It, I know. Man. They take they take all the good it. stuff from the Tomb Raider, the original. All the good stuff, all the stuff you love, that's in the game. They added some visual stuff, some more. The cinematics in this game are, are way better than the last one. I mean, the cinematics, some of the some of the scenes when people are talking, it's got the close ups. I mean, it looks like real actors almost. I mean, it's really really good. Um, probably close to like what Halo Four looked like on P- on 360. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, even Digital Foundry, who normally hates on Xbox One titles, were saying they were some of the best cinematics they've seen to date. The thing I love about the cinematics is that when you drop to gameplay, there is no change in how it looks. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it looks exactly like the cinematics, which has always been my big bugbear. I mean, you take Halo 2, for an example, where they show you the amazing cinematic, and then they drop you into the game and you're a fucking stick figure. Not so, <laughs> not so, not so much here. This, yeah, not so much. Roll, it rolls. It rolls from the from the cinematic directly into the gameplay, and it you lose absolutely no visual effect, and it's you know, it's impressive what they've achieved. 
Well, here's a here's a couple of the small things I noticed. These are the small things people may not have noticed, but I definitely noticed. I noticed the load times on this game are really, really fast. If you die, you're back in the game like that. Like it doesn't like you're not loading, you're not sitting at a loading screen. You just like it loads for like three seconds and you're back in the game. I didn't uh, even notice that. I'd never even thought about it. But yeah, now that you mention it, I think I didn't notice or think about it because it was so fast. You know why I noticed it? Because the last game I played was Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and when you die, you wait like a minute. <laughs> oh, I can't stand that. <laughs> I'm, <you> um, <laughs> I, I, I noticed it because I'm playing this and Fallout 4 at the same time, and, and Fallout uh, 3 for that matter, and the load times in Fallout 4 are horrible in comparison. They may not actually be bad, but when, I'm sort of, when I die in, in Fallout 4, which I do a lot, um, I, I sit there a long time waiting for the game to start. Then I die straight away. But in, in, in Tomb Raider, um, in Tomb Raider, yeah, there's, there's, you, you sort of you put your controller down because you pissed off, you die, and then all of a sudden you're back in the game. It's like, oh, okay, better get over Bro. myself and get on with it. Hmm? What, which difficulty are you playing on? Uh, I'm playing this one on normal. Okay, um, that's what I. I'm, I'm going to do a second run through on survival. Just right. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing as well. Yeah, and Iams, I just want to say, you're in for a treat. Once you get to like the last 20, 30 minutes of the game, oh, buddy, on normal, I was dying. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> over I, and over. I don't mind the death if it prolongs the game in Tomb Raider. So long as you it's learn. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I've just done a scene now where um, there were four guys, I think laser sights, and or might be six guys, actually. And uh, I'm, just, I'm doing it thinking it's hard, and I'm thinking, hell, the fuck am I going to do this on survival? Because I'm not that good at gaming, but it was tough on normal, and uh, it was, you know, to stay under the water when you get to that that stage. It's the best bet. So I mean, survivor mode is pretty hardcore, huh? Yeah, I mean, you have to collect wood to start a fire just to upgrade your character and all that. No, you have to 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 unlock a fire when you get to it when you first find a little fire pit. You have to have. I think it's only three pieces of, of wood, though. It's not like it's. You know what I mean? There's always wood in the yeah. area. So I've never got to a fire where I couldn't unlock it because there wasn't something nearby. Um, but you don't have to you don't have to like use wood to to access the fire. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, it's not it's not that crazy. When you, when you when you told me about what it was, I was like, "Oh, this sounds like ridiculous." But no, I don't regret it at all. I actually I actually love the the challenge in Tomb Raider cuz it just prolongs the game a little more. Um they added running in this game. I love the fact you can hold down the left stick and run. They didn't have that in the last Tomb Raider, so I mean that's pretty cool. I had no idea until you told me about that after I'd almost already beaten the game, but I ran around like crazy for the past hour I was playing. Yeah, I was pretty. I wasn't super deep in the game, but I was deep enough to one. Well, just I just held down the stick for, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's running because <laughs> I'm not used to it. And Tomb Raider usually just got that that little run, that little uh, that that you know the pre-programmed run for just holding forward, or it's a jog, more like a jog. I- Ooh. I noticed that doesn't really make a difference in your jump distance, whether you no. sprint at the ledge or you just do the normal run. Yeah, you're right. Didn't. So how do you guys feel about the, some of the new systems, like the crafting? I was just going to say that. Crafting arrows is cool. You can just craft arrows on the, on the fly. That's kind of neat. You, just, you, find a, you find some feathers, either by killing a bird or you find a, a, a pigeon's nest or something. Get the feathers and, and some wood and craft a... Actually, I'm not sure what it takes to craft. I just craft. I just hold the button. If it says I can do it, I do it. <laughs> because I'm collecting everything in the game, I, I never ran out of resources, but I, I love the crafting options. Um, it, 
it gives you an option because I, I ran out of ammo quite a bit. Um, so when you're dodging bullets and people trying to kill you, um, you can just craft stuff and you don't have to sort of go and look for stuff. I like that. Yeah, and one of the great things is you you don't have to bring up the pause screen and then go into your inventory and then figure out what you're going to craft and craft it. You can craft on the fly without taking yourself out of the game. And I, I thought that was really neat. Yeah, it keeps you it keeps you alive too because I mean when you ran out in, in the first game when you ran out of ammo you, you were essentially screwed. There was there was no option to you but die. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this gives you sort of a second life if you're good enough to avoid the bullets, which isn't always possible. But you know uh, what? I haven't used that many guns in this game. I use I am I use the bow and arrow, and unless I, don't, I ran out of arrows. I don't really use guns. I don't. It just feels so much more, much more satisfying to just bow mm. someone in the head. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I love it. It's all about the bow. Seeing that arrow yeah. sticking out of that head, it's glorious. Yeah. The only the only time I've really changed the guns is when um when a fucking lion is trying to take my head off. Exactly, exactly. You know what? When I see a pack of wolves, I ain't getting the bow out. I'm pulling out <laughs> the machine gun and holding yeah. down the trigger, man, yeah. until they're all dead. Yeah. Yeah. So they do have exotic. They also have exotic animals in this game like a, a pan- I don't know if it's a panther or what, what the f- there's something in there there's yeah, a bear sort of tiger thingy you know, yeah, the, those, a tiger. That, that bear when you first come across it is f- scary as fuck because you're, crawl- you're oh, sort yeah. of just creeping down the, the down this tunnel area you, you know there's something bad in there you don't necessarily know what and all of a sudden this bear's coming at you it's like oh fuck <laughs> that bear took yeah. me like three or four times to get it yeah, I ran into a separate breed of bear that differs from the first, and you thought that first one was scary. Oh man, I was I was freaking out. I was trying. To, I, I eventually, after unloading everything I had in it, just took off running. I was like, "I'll be back, motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually found the best way of taking the animals down and uh, was to not use a weapon at all. Just you know, dodge and weave and, and counter on them. It's the only way I've been able to take any of the animals down because uh, I don't like using the guns and the arrow takes too long to, to string and, and fire. So I just do use a dodging system, which the dodging system in this game is as good as it was in the first one. Have you achieved the ability to fire three arrows in rapid succession? That is awesome. I I yes, have it, but I've only been able to do two. I don't know. They have to be close together because once you, once you move like your, your cursor out of the screen of the other two that you locked, to their heads, it disappears. Yeah, oh, this actually is a different thing. That's all. That's really cool and, and new as well, where you can sort of fire two or three, fire at two or three enemies at the same time. Yeah, lock on, mm-hmm. lock uh, on to their heads. But this, you, if you look, she, you'll have your bow, you'll have your arrow on your bowstring drawn back, and you'll see two more arrows out in front. And you can fire the first one and then hit right trigger immediately after, and it'll immediately fire the second one. And you can do that up to three times once you've unlocked it. So that really helps when you're fighting like a bear and just pow, pow, pow. Yeah. Okay. I forget about that. Okay, yeah. I, I, I have almost all my perks like leveled up, man. Maybe I, got, I think that was from doing uh, tombs or the crypts. I can't remember. Yeah, like when you do a tomb and you get, like, you get, an, you get a special um, perk. Or, or you know a weapon or something. It's kind of nice. You know, you know what I yes. do do love about this game is that they, they have optional side side missions. Mm. So you run to a guy in a camp and you're like, "Can you go do this for me?" And you go do it for them, and you'll get like an outfit or you'll get a weapon. It seems it seems worth doing it. Plus, I, I love the fact they have side missions in Tomb Raider. It's amazing. 
Yeah, yeah everything the, in this, it, it, it's like it, it gives you an incentive to do it. The tombs it, especially. It, it's nice that um, they've added a, a friendly element to the game. Like in, in the Tomb Raider 1, everyone's an enemy. Everyone's trying to kill you. Um, and they've added a new element to the game where she's kind of got some help um, from, from uh, something, shall we say. Um, I, I like the interaction that you get from that. Yeah, you guys, this, this game is going to be great. I, I'll, I'll finish it during the week, and I'll be talking about my final... Definitely next week I'll be talking about my final impressions. But Brink wants to get together and do like a side, side like 45 minutes, spoilers, probably spoilers and everything. I don't know. Maybe half spoilers, half just a review. That would yep. be, that's always fun. Um, uh, we'll see. Anything else in here? I wrote some stuff down. I'm just making sure I've got all this stuff. Have you guys found the tombs challenging? Yeah, at times. They, they can be quite mind-boggling. To, mm-hmm. It's simple once you actually figure it out and you feel stupid at the end of it. But. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a genius at the end of it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so smart. Hey, I haven't looked one up yet. You guys know from last week's yep. show I say I look shit up. I have not. In Tomb Raider, I don't look up puzzles. I don't I'm, mind. I'm really proud of that as well. I, I didn't have to look up a single one yet. At the same time, they were challenging. Some of them hurt my brain a little bit, a little frustrating, but it, they were just hard enough. Yeah, I'm putting. Look, I, I'm I'm recording this whole game. I don't. I'm not putting all the gameplay down. But every time I hit a puzzle, I I snip that section out. I've been putting it on YouTube. So if anybody needs help with the puzzle, uh, if you go to the Horrible Gamers YouTube, there's definitely I'm doing. I'm putting all the puzzles, all the tombs down in there. So. I just want to say one thing, a pro tip here. Pro tip. Pro the tip. absolute best weapon in this entire game oh. is the poison cloud arrows. Mm-hmm. The best. I don't use those that much, except for on animals to slow them down. You will come up against enemies that you will find take three clips of your machine gun. They take ten regular arrows. Even explosive arrows won't take these guys down, but a poison arrow will instantly kill them. Mm-hmm. And that comes in handy, big time. Hmm. Yeah, I, I love I love picking up a, a, a bottle of alcohol and just lighting it on fire and throwing it at enemies. Oh, oh it's yeah. fun! It's fun to light people on fire, man. You know what's great is when you kill an enemy and you turn their body into a trap. Yeah. I haven't and done it starts that. Starts beeping, and the yeah. other guy's like, "What the hell?" And he comes over and. Pff, Oh, that's what that is. I seen that perk and I haven't unlocked it because I'm like, ah, I, li- I like to just kill all the enemies. I don't ever have one where I kill an enemy and there's others laying around. But well, it's great because it will actually draw the other enemies to that that body. You know, mm. they don't have to just stumble upon it. It'll bring them over to it. Damn, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait to just get off this. You know what? Okay, you guys know me. I'm a f- I'm a tweaker at heart. I play games and I constantly pause to tweak out on the internet. When, I was, when I'm playing Tomb Raider, I don't do it as often, man. I, 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 I'm like concentrated on the game. I can even turn my computer off, man. Just like play the game for once. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm sucked in. I can't wait to get the Fallout 4. It's going to be the same thing. I'm going to be so sucked into that game. I'm afraid, though, guys. I'm afraid. Yeah, my, my plan was to kind of start Tomb Raider and then start Fallout 4 the same day just to kind of get a taste of both. And then I just never put Tomb Raider down. So I'm hoping to start Fallout 4 tomorrow. Right, here's a question for you guys, since you guys are the pro dudes. Okay, there's these cards you get, and they unlock a bunch of perks or abilities or even ways to make the game harder. What are those cards for? Yeah, I almost forgot. Th- those cards are for Expedition Game Mode, yeah. which what? is essentially it takes the campaign and turns it into Arcade Mode. Ooh, that sounds like fun. So there are... There are time challenges, there are score attacks where you have to 
collect these floating wisps that are in the air and shoot lanterns to get points and all that stuff. And the cards are just modifiers, like to have bigger head, big head Laura, big head enemies. Uh, Enemies are on fire all the time. Just weird little cheats, I guess you'd call it. Um, Expedition mode is is a neat idea, but it's kind of not for me. This game, one of the things that appeals to me about it is it's so gritty and just feels epic and real and turning that into an arcade experience sort of ruins it for me mm. so i i tried it and i probably won't even play it again yeah i had high hopes of 100 percenting this game until i saw that mode so yeah i'm probably not going to happen they always do that man but the first one they did it with you had to get to the top level in the multiplayer and <laughs> gosh i couldn't do it like, like yeah, it was so broken yeah uh, at least the multiplayer was playable. I just I don't find this arcadey thing taking what is a fairly serious story into and just turning it into this big joke kind of thing. It's yeah, it's not for me at all. I don't. Think. I loaded up the Big Head Lara, Lara card, Lara, yeah. and as soon as the game booted booted up, I just I'm like, oh god, I gotta get out of here because yeah. just seeing her with the huge cartoon head just was like ruining. The game for me. That's I don't know. Awesome, I can't. Though. I can't explain it. it NBA just, jams, man. <laughs> it's it was just like shitting all over, all over my bed where I sleep or something. It was, it was weird. Nice. Okay, so my final thoughts on Tomb Raider. If you do not have this, get it. If you if you like the last game, this is more the same with a bunch of extra cool shit left. They upped all the cinematics. They upped. The action, they up some of the gadgets. I mean, it's Laura is back. I mean, it is, it is Laura because I, you guys, if you get Lara, Laura, you guys, in the game, she says, I'm Laura Croft. Laura Croft. So. La, but with an accent, so it's kind Lara, of. Laura. Oh, yeah, you can be Lara. Right. No, Lara. she said Laura. Laura. Hello. No, it's not right. Laura. Laura. Is this, wait, can, is this a prequel or not? No. To the last no. It's, no, it's well after. Yeah, it's, okay, that's what I thought. And they're. I'm pretty she's, sure she, we're gonna get another game. Just, oh yeah, you know. she she is, she is so much more gritty in this game too because she was quite petite in the first game until she, that first kill. She you know, imagine when you first had that first kill in, in game one, and she was basically crying to that dude over her over her walkie-talkie, and in this game she's literally walking around for people to kill. Oh my god, I have to ask you guys this, hopefully in a way without spoiling anything. There's a moment in this game. It's during one of the cutscenes. Where Lara is betrayed, and you see mm. this look, you can see her face change. Mm. Like she goes from from Lara to all of a sudden, just this, she gets a sinister look on her face, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like I, I just watched shit get real in a split yeah. second. Do you know for, what I'm talking a, about? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And for a minute, I thought I was looking at Ronda Rosie. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, just, oh when, when, she, when she, yeah, when she flicks over, it's like that, that's a Rousey look, man. Yep. And I wonder if if they intentionally did that because the first game was sort of the story about her, you know, it's going to the dark side, and it was like they threw that in that very moment. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's the moment you're talking. You can't talk about too much because it kind of gives away pretty much yeah. the game. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much yeah. the entire game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so Hook, dude, we're going to wait here. We're going to take a little break, you guys. I'm going to play some cool break music, and we're going to wait till Hook gets on his Xbox and he um, pays for a Tomb Raider, and le- at least he starts a download. Ready? Go ahead, Hook. Or- what? 
I'm poor right now. Christmas is coming up. Aren't you a teacher? I thought teachers make the big bucks. Yeah, no, that's not true. Hook, how do you like Halo 5? Uh, it's really good. I mostly just played the multiplayer. Um, the story was okay. It got a little weird, but the multiplayer is really, really good. Really good. The SWAT, that's where it's all at. So I hear I mean, a lot of people complaining about that single player. It's it's okay. I mean, the story is just way out there. When you you know um, you start playing as Master Chief, and then it switches back to Locke, and you really just want to play as Master Chief. Um, I think Locke's a good character. It's just the story just gets crazy, just, and it just kind of ends, and it's just kind of like, oh, okay. Mm, so yeah, after like four hours. But they'll have a, they'll have a. Uh, I mean, they'll do another one. You know, here in three or four years, like they usually do. So, it's Halo. I mean, what do you expect? It's all about uh, the multiplayer in Halo. That's yeah. r- really breaks down to Halo is about the multiplayer. I, I'm hearing a lot of people. The only complaints I'm really hearing is that people are saying the advertisements were very misleading. What have they been saying about the advertisements? How were they misleading? I don't know. They made it seem like it was a game that it wasn't. I don't know. I don't. I haven't paid attention to the advertisements, but I've heard this on three or four different separate podcasts that it kind of seemed like you were getting a different kind of game than you were. You were getting a Halo game. I don't it's know. Halo. Uh, I would disagree with that. I think this game was exactly what we saw in the advertisements. Exactly. I mean, you you know what you're getting with the Halo game. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's it's, it's a Halo game. If you like Halo, you'll like this game. Yeah, I, that's what I figure. But in I'll the play multiplayer, it, it, it—I was telling Rob earlier—it's it's like it's classically fun. It doesn't feel <laughs> like just another cookie cutter shooter. It, it it feels like the good times we used to have in Halo, but just more modernized, but not in a bad way. Yeah, and and. Rob was even telling me that he's been playing it a little bit and, and enjoying it for the most part, and I think that's a testament to this game because I know he doesn't generally play a lot of uh, multiplayer first-person shooters. So. I think yeah. maybe just Rob likes Bungie and three four three man because he liked Destiny as well. But other than that, I mean, no, I mean, that's not true. I, I I despise every other Halo game. This is the first Halo <laughs> game I've really really jumped into, nice. uh, and it's also the first game that I've ever ever played where I've got a multiplayer achievement before I've anything else. I haven't even done the stories. Normally I do the story first on any game, but I don't know what the hell happened one day. I just jumped at the multiplayer and four hours later I stopped. I'm glad that they got spread of some of the stuff from the older multiplayers, like um, all those like abilities, like the bubble shield and um, oh, all no, that. No crap. bubble shield? Oh, dude, I'm def- hold on. Let me scratch this off my list. <laughs> bubble shield is the only thing I used in the last game. <laughs> so. But um, it's just they've brought it back to more of the original. I remember playing Reach and just playing SWAT all the time. And that's if you see me on Halo, I'm playing SWAT. That's but yeah. it's so good. I'd, you know, I'd be playing Warzone, man. Warzone. Yeah, Warzone, 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 like, Warzone grows on me. I, I didn't like it at first, but but I, I, I guess I, I need to do it the four or four. I guess I need to play it more. I've only played it once, but. Having to get those cards and use those cards and keep stuff, and then there's people out there that you just shoot and kill, and I mean, <laughs> it's it's fine. I don't know. I just rather have that competitive, you know, one shot, you're dead, you know. You you just you're just hardcore, man. Hey, to hook, hook's yeah. like he, Hook wants what he wants, and he wants it fast. So if he wants kills, he wants them fast. If he yeah, wants that's deaths, true. Yeah, he wants that's them perfect. Fast. 
Mm-hmm. He wants them the now. Re- he wants. The, I want the, the Halo, and the I magic. want this now. The Rex system is the magic in this game because it it adds a an addictive quality to it. I mean, I'll, I'll play another match because I want some more wreck cards to open up and oh, see I'll what I get. Card. What Turn. like what do you play mostly, Brink? Warzone. Warzone. What's your rank on there? What are you playing? I don't know. I haven't been oh, tracking so. my rank. I don't know. Not well, very high. No, like when you go in for that playlist, what are you like? Gold, platinum. <coughs> Silver. I didn't know there were different levels of the playlist. Ooh, I just click on Warzone and play. I have a gold symbol around my around my arena thing. Does that mean anything? Yeah, like okay, after you play your ten first games, they put you in a rank, and it goes uh, silver, gold, platinum, well that, diamond, that must, onyx. That must be why I'm getting owned now. Because for the first ten games, I was doing all right. I was hitting pretty. You know, I was wasn't dying all the time. Now I'm just getting wrecked all the time. And it's well, it doesn't based on yours. It all it's only based on your wins and losses. And so, like in SWAT, I'm platinum level like three, and it goes up to platinum level six. And then from there, you go up to diamond. Now you can't go down. Like if you're in platinum, you can't go down to gold. You can only go up. So when I get up to diamond, I can't go back down to platinum. I can only move up. So I don't want to go up. I want to go back to where I was winning all the time. But uh, but each each like playlist is a different. You'll have a different thing for. So like if you play Warzone, it's one. If you play SWAT, it's you know you could be in another group. You know stuff like that. Mm. Anyway, it's fun. It's it's well done. I don't know what the story is. I, I probably never played that. From what I've heard of it, it's pretty stupid. So it might be a, a story I don't actually play for a change. So has anyone actually been playing Fallout 4? Because I know a lot of people listening probably want to hear about that game. Yeah, I've been playing Fallout 4 and Fallout 3. Why didn't they fucking release Fallout 3 before Fallout 4? It pissed me off something wicked. Because Fallout 3 <laughs> is so much better. Really? Really? Fuck. Well, I find it better. It's just, I, I, I like being in the shelter. I like being on the ground for a little bit. And, yeah, and sort yeah. of learning and understanding more about it. I felt in Fallout 4 is like... Here you go, jump in here, and now you're out in the real world. So, what the fuck's going on here? And as soon as I was out in the real world, I was getting fucking mauled by fucking um, all sorts Death of things. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the first. They, they there's this mission, and they where you get this big suit thing. I don't know anything about Fallout Four, so you get this big suit thing that supposedly is a big, big part of Fallout. And I think, oh okay, so now I can't be beaten up, I can't die. Walk out into the open street, and a death claw tears me to pieces. As I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's not cool. Um, I know my sister's really enjoying it, and I got three or four people that are enjoying it. But can you like build your own base? Is that right? Yeah, yeah you can. You start off in a, an area called, which is pretty much where the game starts. It's called Sanctuary, and um, uh, how do I say this without giving anything away? It, it pretty much becomes your home base, and, and you can build it up to. The thing I'm finding is that you don't have a lot of options, particularly with you, when you don't have a lot of perks. And the perk system in Fallout 4 is immense. It, it's mind-boggling immense. I, I have no idea what to focus on. Uh, there's so many options, and there's so many perks that you need to be able to do other things. Like, for example, if you want to be able to build your own armor, you have to get yourself a, a leadership perk, but you can't get any leadership perk of two. Uh, but you can't get to that leadership perk until you've got a certain level of charisma. <laughs> so, and you only get one 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 perk point per level. Uh, so it's it's a slow slow grind I'm finding. Um, it's quite confusing actually. 
for me because it's just not, not a system I'm used to. As soon as I sort of thought about it in a different way, is that because this is basically Skyrim in a post-apocalyptic world, and things made a bit more sense to me when I started thinking about it like that. That's so, essentially what it is. Does the gameplay feel like Fallout 3, or does it feel sort of different? Um, I haven't played a lot of Fallout 3, but it does it feel like Fallout 3 did feel a little bit like Fallout 4. Uh, there are some um, some minor adjustments I've made. Um, I think the Pip-Boy screen has done a bit better, uh, a bit bigger, easier to manage and control. Um, the music's essentially the same, same 50s, 60s style of music. I love, um, which is, I love that in games. It's super weird. You're just sort of running around the world, killing everything, and in the background you've got this super happy music going on. It's it like a lunatic. Very, yeah, it feels very psychotic. Like, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funnily done, but at times I try and turn it off, but you can't turn off the radio because there's so many things that are coming across on the radio that gives you missions. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the one of the um, radio stations has got this guy who's scared as hell all the time, and he's, he's talking on the radio and he's saying things um, that, that that are funny because he's he, he's terrified, and I didn't realise that there's a mission based around that. So now I understand why he's terrified, but. Um, don't, you, you, this is a game made to, for you to go slow I, I, I may have jumped into things too soon um, I got myself trapped over at some super thing I don't know what the hell it was um, and uh, he was firing rocket launches at me uh, rocket, rockets at me, missiles and stuff and I was thinking how, how the hell do I compete, compete with this thing um, I, I may have stepped outside my um, Outside my level zone, I suppose. That's one thing I, I don't don't like is that they don't tell you what missions. Like in Witcher Three, is you get a thousand miss, missions in Witcher Three, but they, it tells you what level you should be at to be able to compete at that. Um, Fallout Four, not so much. You Are you going, using the VAT system? Because I believe that will show you the enemy level. Well, maybe I should find out what the VAT system is. Uh, on, on the 360, it was right, right button. It bring it. It brings up like where you shoot and what damage it takes off the people. Oh yeah, yeah, that's in there. Um, and um, talk amongst yourselves for a second. So, Hook uh, has has your sister just been playing Fallout with the Pit Boy toy on her arm? Well, that's what I was wondering. Didn't that? Jesus get that? That's why he's not here tonight. He's out with his Pit Boy. Jesus definitely doesn't have the pit boy. I wish she was here so someone else could be talking Fallout, man. It's kind of. But yeah, my sister has the pit boy. Um, she really enjoys it. I know she's put a bunch of time into it. Did you Did you I guys mean, see how Did you guys see how um, Pornhub's uh, traffic dropped ten percent the day that Fallout Four came out? Yeah, that's crazy. You know what also happened? Okay, this is this is. I was listening to to uh, ZombieCast and Sean Freeman was talking about this. On day one, the first like twenty four hours of Fallout Four, there was. 4.5 million hours of Fallout 4 played on PC alone. Wow. I think 4.5 million people, or was it was it hours? I think it was hours. I think it's it was like combined right. hours, and that equals 500 in like 13 years. <laughs> how many people is that? How much? Like how many people do you think had to be playing? I, I, dude, I, a Two. lot, dude. There was like one of the top numbers of of all time. Like, one, like, could you say, could you have like five million people playing for one hour? 
No, no, these no. What they're saying is people are getting this game and staking on it for 15 hours. You know what it's I mean? Definitely it's, setting it's, records. Yeah, it's definitely easy to do because um, it is a slow grind, and, and I mean, I, I spent probably five or six hours one time just going around the sanctuary area cleaning it up. Uh, it annoyed me. There was all this debris and shit everywhere, and it still annoys me because I can't clean up the buildings properly. But you just, you just, because everything that you collect is is a resource, and everything that Every resource can be used to build something or other. Oh, man. Uh, OCD. So, ah. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and for someone, someone like me, it's like, well, I'm going to collect every damn thing in my area. Every, and that's what I better I've been not doing. play this game. It's amazing but a nightmare at the same time. Have you been over-encumbered yet? Oh, all the time. <laughs> More often than not. <laughs> it's like, damn, it's like, you end up leaving all the stuff behind. I don't. I don't, I'm not like a hoarder. I mean, I imagine if we go back to my sanctuary, if this was real life, and we go back to my sanctuary, there's be shitloads of everything there. Do you have a companion? Because you could put all your, you could put a bunch of stuff on your companion too. Wow. Yeah, you can, and, and my dog gets a lot of use. So apparently you can have use a whole bunch of companions that you can have, and I'm interested to go out with um, Codsworth, who is this robot thing that's in the beginning of the game. <clears throat> He's apparently kind of funny to hang around with, but uh, I, can't, I can't leave the dog. The dog has to go with me everywhere. Yeah, uh, my roommate lost his dog. He said he sent his dog somewhere and he hasn't came back. And he's been like li- literally like 15, 20 hours. <laughs> he hasn't, uh, just hasn't came back. I did that. I, I, I told him to stay and uh, I forgot that I told him to stay and I buggered off somewhere and I had to go find him. I spent two hours, I think, looking for my dog. Oh, man. So, Your dog can't him. die in this, right? No. It's, it's quite sad in that it can get beaten up pretty significantly and it's just sort of sitting there like, like a crippled dog trying to drag its feet along. It's heartbreaking, but you can't use your your, your stim packs on them. Be- well, you can to, to survive to revive them, but because you can't die, you're, you're safer to keep those stim packs for yourself. Because there are some enemies early on in this game that will absolutely monster you. And um, Cowboys is stuck in a wall. As you Cowboys said something before about a perk that you need to be able to display the level and weakness. I want to know what that perk is because I need it. Um, uh, so yeah, there, there are enemies. There are these green glowing enemies that are ghoul things that are the scariest things I've ever come across. They just come at and all the ghouls. In fact, they just charge at you. They 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 get a whiff of you, and all of a sudden they're swarming all over you. Like drowners. Pretty much like drowners. Yeah, these things are scary as hell. Uh, just I, I I ran into them somewhere. I must have been uh, at a petrol station, I think. And I didn't even know that these ghoul things existed. I didn't know what they were, and I, I saw what I thought was just a zombie. I said, oh, he won't move too fast. And he was on the other side of the forecourt, and within half a second, he was on me. So, fuck me. <clears> that <throat> scared the shit out of me. That's when you hit the VATS button and go, okay, what do I do? You know, I died. I'm seeing in the, va- in the VATS, the new VATS system, like, the enemies are still moving, just really slowed down. Instead of, because in Fallout 3, they stop completely, and you just choose where you want to shoot, and you make the shot. And this new one, they're still moving just slowly. So, I mean, they'll still move Very towards slowly. you. Yeah. And, and the, the percentages change as they're moving. So I can't hit the VATS button and go make a sandwich anymore. That sucks. No. <laughs> you cannot. You'll come back dead. Or you'll come back and you'll be dead. Um, that is useful. Um, I actually find that I don't use it that often unless there's a lot of enemies around. It becomes... Because you, you only get one critical shot per... 10, 12 shots, I think. I, I imagine you can get better at that as time goes on, but uh, I understand that in Fallout 3 you've got, got critical shots quite a bit. <clears throat> but, 
it, it takes a while to get a critical shot, and you want to use that critical shot on on an enemy that's quite powerful. Yeah. So um so guys, I'm excited for Fallout 4. I have it loaded on my PC. What I wanted to do was load it up, make a character, and just get out in the world, see how it runs, see the frame yeah. rate. And, and, but, I, but I'm afraid to do that because uh, I, I need to stay with Tomb Raider times I'm with that. I'm, uh, I'll, I'm tell you, I, I'll tell you now, I am Zen and Brink. You guys won't get past the um, character creation until maybe January, February next year. <laughs> That's probably so true. I've seen people like make Beavis and Butthead in there. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, that... That looked legit. That looked legit, like Beavis and Butthead. I mean, I'm I, I, be, oh, shit, I want to make Laura Croft. Yeah. The only piece of advice I'll give you is spend time on only one person. I spent time on both people, and uh, that was stupid. I didn't realize what was going to happen. <clears throat> Pocket Sand Expert in our chat, Brink, says the guy on the left is a ginger, though. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about who would be the best fighter out of the four of us. Uh I think I think um, uh, Rob because Rob can definitely hop in the ocean, just fucking sock a shark up and drag it to shore and munch on it. So. I think Rob would be like Steven Seagal and just break your neck before you could even react. Hey, he's saying that that, that Ginger's fight is insanely right. dirty. No, no, not the right. That's the wrong answer. So, so Fallout Four, what? man, Hook, you're not into this at all, or you just don't want to well, get caught up. I mean, I played Fallout Three. I just don't have three, four hundred hours. Well, I say that, and I put. 400 yeah, no, hours of the excuse. Day. But uh, I, I don't know. It's I'm more of a multiplayer person. I like to play with people and sit at home playing by myself. I know you like playing by yourself. But I love playing with I like myself. I mean, by playing myself. With other, I like to have a teammate more. Yeah. I actually feel this game would be better in co-op. That would be amazing, yeah. Especially like building mm. building forts or building you know houses and stuff. Yeah. Because there's a lot. There's a lot to do in this game. And um, I feel like it would... And I guess it would be difficult having having a co-op person who can play it as much as at the same time as you do. But um, yeah, the, the building aspect of this game is, is mind-boggling. And I, I put a fucking um, shelter or a wall all around Sanctuary just to try and keep things out. But as soon as I did that, the enemy started getting in. I still don't know how that happens. But um, there is. There's a, there's a lot to do, uh, and I, I don't know that I'll do all of it. I, I see this as a game that I'll actually never finish. I think eventually I'm just going to think, screw this, I'm done. Now, I have a question. If you build a fort, will it get attacked? I mean, does it turn into sort of a tower defense game where you've got to put up turrets and everything because <laughs> yep. it gets dark and creepers start attacking? Anything attacks, you know. Um, what do they call the, the normal people in this game? Raiders? Raiders mm-hmm. come and get you. Um... Uh, there, was a, there was a thing yesterday where I was playing yesterday and these raiders came and were attacking us and I was low on ammo, I was low on health, I said, oh, I'll just go to sleep. So I went to sleep and woke up six hours later and everyone and had, they had killed everyone, my, my people had killed no everyone, way. so it was good. So was, if you go out for a few hours and come back, will you just find a bunch of naked raiders in your house just having a party? Um, no, because I think the settlers that you get... You have to, as I learned, you have to put up a beacon so people can come to your base, to to your area. Because I couldn't work out why no one was coming to my um to my sanctuary. But as soon as I put a beacon up, people started arriving. Um, but you, you've got to make sure there's food and and sleeping quarters and all that sort of thing for them. And um, kind of forgotten what the question was now. But um, no, no, you you won't come back to 
you, actually, you will. Yes, it has happened. I've come back to my place being attacked, to sanctuary being attacked, but the people were taking good care of themselves. I can't wait, dude. I can't That's wait to fun. get to it. Are, are you gonna jump right into this, Brink? Are you so? Are you done with with? Because you're done with Tomb Raider. You you beat it. Are you gonna jump right into Tomb Raider? I mean, to Fallout. Uh, I'm debating it. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm about eighty percent finished with Alien Isolation, and I kind of feel like I finally need to put that game behind me. The game. The game. You, you just need like to put it to put it to bed. Just shoot it and put it to bed. No, because I, long, I'm really man. enjoying it. How long? Uh, how far are you into it? Like twenty hours deep. <sighs> Yeah, no, I'm more than that. I'm, oh. like, closer to 30. Oh, the shit. You should have been done with it. <laughs> yeah. I've, well, I've been spending a lot of time just wandering around the ship, picking up supplies and whatnot. So Awesome. But Fallout, man, everyone was so excited for Fallout, and you're just going to, like, uh, it, like I was telling Brink earlier, I was like, it's like when you're a drug addict and you, like, you know you have a, you, you know you have a sack in your pocket, you don't have to get in there and dig <laughs> into it, but as long as you know it's in your pocket, you feel like you're safe. So as long as you know exactly. Tomb Raider is there, it's like, it's there, so it's like, okay, I, I got, I got memories to come, I, I can put it off if I have to, but it's there if I want it. Yeah, you always have something to look forward to if you, if you keep a... A new game in your back pocket. Sorry for all the drug references, guys, but that's exactly what I felt when you said that. Uh, I mean, only drug addicts actually listen to this show, so I'm sure they all get it. Same with alcoholics, man. If you're an alcoholic, but you know you have that big bottle of alcohol in your in your in your like in your closet stashed away, you don't even have to drink the alcohol. Just knowing it's there is enough. Well, it's not enough, but you know what I mean. You know, never enough. Clearly, you're not a a true alcoholic as a viewer. No, yes, only ever. In my old days, there was only ever empty bottles in my house. Mm, man, I, I, yeah. Let's not get into alcoholism. <laughs> but let's let's start let's start a conversation about alcoholism. So, um, hook hooks and no, he doesn't want to get into it. It's too deep. Brinks, uh, I'm gonna get into it soon. I'm gonna get into this as soon as I'm done with Tomb Raider. I'm still playing Call of Duty. Um, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, uh, I know Rob doesn't have much time. Maybe Brink doesn't. So if you guys, if you guys have anything you want to talk about before you have to scram, man, uh, go for it. The one thing we do have to talk about is um, backwards compatibility. Being yeah, released. that's right. Um, I know I put an article up on the page last week sometime. Um, I was heavily disappointed about what got released. I, I, it almost put me off. BC straight away. I was really disappointed in the fact that Horizon Original didn't come across and no Saints Row came across. Saint Mass Effect 2 or 3 are yet to come across. Um, Red Dead is looking like it's not going to come across at all because of Rockstar's um, indifference to it. Um, I thought that the, the, the schedule that they re- or the games that they released were just very ordinary. It was ninety percent arcade games or eighty percent arcade games. Um, you know, Fallout Three did come across, but that should have been released uh, a month ago. Wasn't it Fallout One that was released though? I don't even think the third one was on there, was it? Yeah, no. I, I've, that's I'm looking at it right now. Fallout Three. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, Fallout's old. Yeah, I don't think that ever come across on here, but. Um, the titles that did come across that did interest me, Fallout 3 was one of them, um, Assassin's Creed 2, I loaded that up last night and uh, this brought back a whole lot of happy memories from back when I f- first fell in love with that game. Um, I think the concept is fantastic, but just the release really let me down. Yeah. 
more games, please. I mean, I have a, a pretty decent digital collection on my 360, and I think maybe three or four of them actually showed up on my Xbox One because yeah. the, the games I own just aren't on that list. You know what is yeah. cool, though, is they gave away Dirt 3 this month, and that, that's already on there. So mm. you can play Dirt 3. If, if you have gold, you can play your Dirt 3 on your Xbox One. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's already... The, one of the cool things that has come with backwards compatibility is cross-console gaming. Is that, so if you... I can't think of an MP player game right now, but let's just take Mass Effect 2 for an example. If that did come across and the MP was available, uh, you could play with people on the 360, as I understand. I think that's kind of cool. So here, here's a question from Jeremy Shepard, Giants fan. Jay, he was in the chat. He was on the show with you guys a couple weeks ago, a month ago, a couple months ago. Uh, he says, uh, he was saying, uh, what do you think of the new dashboard and what games with backwards compatibility have you played? So what games have you played, Rob? On What games have you actually played? Um, I need to look that up because it's been a few. So Fallout 3, okay. uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Um, oh, Call of Juarez, Juarez, whatever it's called. Call of Juarez. That game is magnificent. I don't know why I ever stopped playing that game. If you haven't got that game, you should buy it and play it. It is. It's awesome. It is. It is awesome game. Really That's, awesome. Which one is? Which one is it though? Uh, Juarez is. Um, there's there's two games. Them, yeah, there's two that came out after this one. This is the original off this particular line. I think there was one before it as well. I think there was Cartel and Blood and Bone or something Bound, like that. Bound and Blood or something. Bound and Blood. The Bound and Blood was okay, but Cartel sucked balls. Um, but this this first one, this Gunslinger, is brilliant. This, the way that, that it's done, it's kind of done where this guy just turns up at a tavern and he starts telling a story, and you play that story, and then. You'll do a you'll do a certain part of it, and, you, and he will he will get to the where you finish the level, and he would say, "Well, actually, that didn't happen. This is how what really happened." Oh yeah, yeah. You're talking, yeah. Okay, okay. Gunslinger was the most recent one. It was an arcade edition. It was like a fifteen dollar yeah. arcade one where you just it's showing all the numbers pop off their heads as you blow them up, and and yeah, yeah. That was fun, dude. I I did play that on PS3. That's a really cool game. It's, it's I forgot how good that was. It was a, a pleasant surprise to be able to. So how does the how does the first person mechanics work on combat, um, backwards compat like with the 360 games? Is it pretty good? Yeah, well, I I, I can play um, who is a lot better than what I could on 360, and all games I play better on on this console. Oh, nice man. Um, so they do have they have come across nicely. I find Assassin's Creed 2 plays really well. Um, I tried out um, Just Cause 2. Um, I have no idea why I've never played that game before. That game is a lot of fun. Really looking forward to three. Um, there was one other one which I can't find. Uh, oh yeah, Gears of War, of course. All Gears of War came across. Yeah. Um, I've been Gears playing uh, Shadow Complex. <clears throat> yeah, I That's tried that. It was I didn't enjoy it. Ah, uh, it's really good. You just need to get into it. Um, Sonic's come across. I'm going to try out Monkey Island tonight. I think. Um, and Wolfenstein 3D, which is actually Wolfenstein 3D, is the only game that I had that came across. And that's where my disappointment came from, because <laughs> I only had one game that came across. Oh, and Call of Horizons, as I found out, was mine as well. But because I game share, um, Andrew picked up quite a few previously. <clears throat> so awesome. A bit more options for me, but yeah, that's all the ones that I've played anyway. And, and they they've come across really well. Uh, they play really well on the Xbox One. Um, if, if you don't know already. Um, they, they they put an emulator on, so you are playing a 360. It's just 
emulated onto the on the Xbox One. It's really well done. That's good, man. It's good that they can do that. You know, like Sony couldn't do it because they want fifteen twenty dollars a month to play their backwards compatible yeah. games. But but guarantee yeah, change your mind on it. That's the stuff that's going to put Microsoft in the wind in, in the end. You know, I have no love. I have no special love for either console. You know, I love Sony as much as I love Microsoft, but Microsoft's doing stuff that. I don't know. PlayStation's claiming they can't do. <laughs> yeah, and this will set up Microsoft uh, Xbox for the Christmas season. They are going to murder it in sales, and this is going to be a big sales tool for them. It's just a shame that they couldn't bring across more games. I mean, I understand that uh, Black Ops 2, some of the Black Ops 2 games will come across. Rumors that Red Dead might come across, but I'm, current, I'm hearing that uh, Rockstar are very indifferent to it. That maybe um, there's a chance there's a there's a rebuild or a remaster. That's know? what I'm thinking, and I, I, if that's the case, then I'm super stoked for that. Um, I'd love to see it remastered, but um, there are other titles that they could have bought across. But yeah, just yeah, Rockstar have always walked to their own, to their own beat of their own drum. Um, they don't necessarily fall into line with everyone else. They'll do things their own way. They're, they're they real, don't they have, have to. <laughs> no, they don't. And um, you know, if they have plans going forward. I just wish they'd say what what their plans are, um, so that we can stop being harsh on the decision not bringing anything across. But I was really disappointed that Saints Row didn't come across because that's to me was an obvious one. Yeah. So uh, Imes, with the official dashboard update that everybody got, did that help your experience at all, or does it sort of feel the same? You know, I I haven't really fondled with it. Fondled. <laughs> I haven't really messed with it as much. Lately, you know, I just been playing Tomb Raider, and I, you know what's weird about the the game? Uh, what do you call it? Suspend game suspend mode on Xbox One is when you suspend the game and you come back, you still have to go to the dashboard. PS4 is kind of nice because I, I won't even see the dashboard for weeks. When I was playing Assassin's Creed, I didn't even see the dashboard because when you load the game up, when you load the console up, it just goes straight to the game. With Xbox, you still have to go to the game, choose it, and then load that up, and then you're you're back where you left off. But it's kind of weird. But I haven't really gone anywhere but the friends list. Can I, uh, I want to say something about the, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, you didn't go, go, man, go, man. We need Um, to hear from you, Hook. Hook, Hook, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm going to tickle your stomach. I want you to do the Pillsbury uh, Doughboy thing. Go, woohoo, ready? No. You could just just let him talk. Um, Is anybody else playing anything? (laughs) I'll sit here. I'm joking, dude. Go ahead, go. Uh, No, I, I, I think some of this stuff on the new dashboard is a little confusing. Yeah, uh, I've been having a, what were you saying about going back to to uh, games? Like I'm having a hard time with games that go online and you have to see, and then you shut it off and pause it, and come back to it, and it says, "Oh, connection error. This you can't go back to this game." Uh, but I, I I think it's a little confusing, taking me some time to get used to because of where they've moved everything to. You know, you kind of go down to see what you've been playing, and then you go over to sign in instead of up. Uh, you know, there's still the right to the store. But I st- I, the, the most difficult thing is to find out where you put that stupid code in if you have a code. And it's hidden all the way in the store at the very bottom on, like, the right. So yeah, I, I still haven't found the achievement screen. I've given up on it. I just fucking load it up on my phone now. <clears throat> I just think they hide some stuff a little too much that you can't get to. Achievements should be able to get to. Um, stuff like that. To f- find someone's gamer tags that but then they like hide some stuff so far down it's just so hard to get to 
on the old dashboard, used to, there used to be a section. It was like a game hub or something. You click over and it'd be like Fallout 4 and it'll show you how many people are playing or how many people have played this week. I couldn't even find it on the Xbox One. Mm. I don't know. Like, I, don't, I don't like the layout of a new store. I mean, I'm just looking at it now and there's no where on the main screen that shows um, games coming soon. It's just for me, it's got new releases and popular on Xbox. And you actually have to drill down to go find um, what's coming. It's stupid. Unless I'm doing it wrong, of course. But I just, I can't find stuff. I couldn't even find settings the other day. I didn't realize it was on the, the, the menu thingy on the left-hand side. Yeah. So, yes, Brink is going to be taken off here in this short second. He just sent me a text. I guess it's code for he has to get off. As a matter of fact, it's not even code because he says I better get going. Uh, any last sign-off words you want to say, Brink? Uh, no, it was good talking to you guys. I'll Any, catch you next time. Anything you want to say? You want to tell everyone about your backwards compatible? Uh, we already know you love it. So, yeah, it's pretty sweet. I like don't have any games to play on it. I want Mass Effect three and Battlefield Bad Company two and one, and uh, those were the big ones for me. And none of those are on the list, so I won't be spending much time playing three sixty games probably. Gunny Chief says later, Brink. Later. Later. All right, man. See you later, man. I guess. I'm going to terminate your call just so you don't get stuck in here. All right. Peace. Uh Uh-oh. I went to the dashboard. What happened? Wait, did I terminate the whole call? (laughs) All right, guys. I terminated the entire call on accident. Um, Now I'm calling everyone back. (laughs) You're a dick. I terminated the whole thing on accident. I pushed the wrong red button. Oh, my goodness. uh, Um... Let's just continue on. Um, the other game I was thinking of before was Bioshock. It's coming apparently in December. Oh, all Bioshock, yes. I don't know about all of them actually. I just made that up. But Bioshock definitely is coming, um, supposedly coming in December, along with Black Ops 2. Bad company. You know, I just replayed Bioshock on PC like, you know, a couple of months back, and it was and I still was such a great game. Now, I think I'm the only one in the world who doesn't like it. Really? Yeah, I understand it. The, the mechanics on the first one are kind of weird. Second one, they clean it up a little better. The Bioshock Infinite, it's it's a lot better. But the first one, man, the, the mechanics on there are just buttons are in very weird places. Mm. Yeah, it's, I've tried to like it. it. It seems like a game that I would normally like, but I just don't like it. Here's a here's an update from last week, guys. I told you I was going to return my Elite controller. I returned it. Got my $150 back. I just bought the Lunar White one. I do not regret my trade. The um, X, since Hook wasn't on last week, the, X, the the Xbox One Elite controller was not, in my opinion, worth that hundred fifty dollars of my cash. All right, so let me ask you this. I don't want to get too I'll, deep in it because we already went over. No, it, just okay. one quick question. All right, I play a lot of Call of Duty, a lot of Halo Five multiplayer. Are those twin triggers half presses? Do you fire that much faster? No, it just it's just okay. Oh, boom. Um, okay, the triggers actually yeah they'll activate at the halfway point, but it's weird because when you're pushing it, there's this there was this little switch in the back you had to click on to, for the halfway like trigger lock, and when you're pressing when you're pressing the button, that thing vibrates. A little button vibrates because you it's actually just just a stopper to make it stop halfway. I, did, uh-huh. I didn't like that. I didn't like the feel of it because when the controller right. vibrated, it made that little button vibrate. It was annoying. Right, but I mean, do you fire that much faster? Because no, I, I have the problem in the game where I'm like, you... feel like I'm just like a half second behind. If I had that half second or okay. whatever millisecond. Okay. Well, good for you. You can you can actually download the app called Xbox Accessories app, and you can set the triggers 
onto where they're f the throttle of them is at full. So you can set the trigger so when you only push it this much, it actually, the meter, when I say this much, this is audio only for the audio listeners. When it, okay, say, say you put it a push it a quarter inch, right? Instead of it only giving you a quarter inch throttle, it's actually giving you like, the, you can get the full. So you can set it to like how, how much like pressure it's actually giving it rather than what, it, what you're actually doing. If and that that's only on the Elite controller. Yes, yeah, yeah. You can set all that stuff, man. But it, that wasn't worth to me. It wasn't worth it. I just like the standard Xbox controller. Okay. Aye, all right. Aye. Sorry, that was my only question about that. I hate vibrating for trigger buttons. It annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. I feel it feels like an electric shock to me. Have you, have you ever been electric shocked, man? I get electric shock I'm all the time, pretty much from anything. <clears throat> Yeah, let's go, Katola. Um, so uh, what else? What else you guys want to talk, man? I think today will be a slightly shorter show. Uh, I want to talk about Call of Duty. Uh, does uh, are you gonna stick around for a little bit, Rob, or do you have to split? Uh, no, I'm good for now. Okay. Um, yeah, let's talk Call of Duty, man. I've been playing it as well. I've been playing the multiplayer. Uh, what are your impressions of it? Uh, love it. I absolutely love Call of Duty. I love Black Ops Two, and I absolutely love Black Ops Three. And I know people sit here and say, well, it's Call of Duty. It's, it's stupid. This Call of Duty, I didn't like Ghost. I didn't like a Modern Warfare. This Call of Duty has brought it back to where me putting five, 600 hours into Black Ops 2 wants me to do that with Black Ops 3. Now, now, I have played. You haven't played the single player. No, I have not. I've probably got about four hours into it. I've heard it's only about six hours long. Um, it's, it's, it's good. I like the people in it. I like the story. Um, I like your little, um, things that you can do like, uh, blow up, uh, robots using your mind. You can put out like the swarm to attack people and kill them. Uh, there's just different like little, uh, well, how did, how, how would you put it? Little, um, people No, like bombs. Little things that you can put on to, to do like these extra moves and stuff, and Gear? you have to kind of pick and choose what you do. Your perks, and that's what your perks. Yeah, yeah, but you can. It's not like the same perks that are in multiplayer. These okay. are different perks. Okay. Um, but it's really good. You start off, it kind of goes through a, a scenario, um, what happens to you, and then it kind of teaches you how to play the game. And then you go. It goes to like a central hub that you can do your different loadouts with what guns you want to take. It's just not giving your gun you taken. Um, you go over and pick out what perks you want to unlock this round and do your perks. Um, you go over and um, you can do like the combat and see, you know, try to make your combat better, and then go do the missions. And I I really like the story. It gets a little hard. I'm playing on normal. Um, some of the robots are really hard. They have these uh, certain robots that follow you around, and they're ridiculous to kill in the main story mode. And um, sometimes I'm just better off trying to run away and get far enough ahead of them so they don't catch up with me and try to beat it. So um, they're called Immortals, and they're they're ridiculously hard to beat. I mean, you can just put, you know, shot and shot and shot, and they'll never die. So Wait, Are you playing on, on normal? Yeah, I'm playing on normal. So I heard, um, in the, I heard in the campaign you could play a couple of different ways, so it gives you kind of a reason to go back and play it a different way, like your, your, your perks or whatnot. You, you can do it with your perks, but like even though like you'll go into a mission and be like, okay, we can either take the high road or the low road, or you can go right or left and 
and play the game, and it it really doesn't matter what you pick. No, it's, it's kind of like Gears of War. Happen. No, well, I mean Gears of War, like you can go left or go right, but it doesn't matter what you do. No, it's you can go on the right. Like there's this one where there's like two two rows of houses, and they're they're coming down the middle. You can choose to go down to like the you can go, you choose to go down like the left row of houses, or you choose to go down the right row of houses. And either one you pick, you're still shooting in the middle to shoot the people. <laughs> and so yeah. if you pick left, your partner goes right. And if you pick right, your partner goes left. And I think you can play with one other person in co-op through the campaign. Oh, really? I, didn't I know haven't that. done that yet. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it on PC. I'm going to try to learn um, mouse and keyboard that way. Because, you know, it's, it's tough. I can't jump into a multiplayer and expect myself to learn mouse and keyboard. So maybe if I play the, the campaign, throw it on easy or the easiest mode very easy whatever they have and then just i can learn mouse and keyboard because i kind of want to learn how to play like that it just it's difficult my, i can't wrap my mind around it oh no you'll you'll have a good time with it i a mean mul- a multiplayer what are you what's your what level are you in multiplayer uh no you're a seven i'm what 25 yeah I'm, I'm, I'm about 25 7 or 28 like i really like the multiplayer and I feel like I keep playing the same maps over, though. And every once in a while, there's a couple of maps I'll play, and I go, wow, I haven't seen this before. Or, like, I haven't seen this since the beginning. Um, Cowboy just put up here the awareness perk. Um, I, do, I use that with my um, Turtle Beach headset, and you can hear the people walking around you. And so it helps out a lot when you're, when you're hiding. You hear those people walk up on you. You can shoot them before they get there. And I can only really hear them when I'm using the, the headset. So, or what? What game type do you play on multiplayer? I just I, I either play kill confirm. Kill confirm, you get a lot of points for. But I, I play, you know, I just play team deathmatch. I tried playing um, a hardcore because I like hardcore. Like like you said with SWAT, you you get kills quicker. You might die quicker, but you get kills quicker. The game moves faster. But like I can't find lobbies. I just I can't find lobbies. There's also this arena mode that I can never find a lobby. Like I'll sit there with one person or two people, and and the game never starts. <laughs> See, all I play is hardcore, and I never have a problem. Yeah, see, I can't play hardcore. Like, I'm not finding matches, man. It's annoying. I wonder if it's just because it's PC. Yeah, maybe. You think you think PC gamers would be all about the hardcore, right? But it's not. I guess not true. I'd, I'll do um, I'll do hardcore um, team deathmatch, and then sometimes I'll do that mosh pit um, where they had like the smaller maps with the more people on it. But hardcore all the way. I mean, I'll, I'll run sometimes and I'll get 15, 16 kills. And then sometimes I'll run and I'll get like five kills. It just depends on who I'll, I'll play. But hardcore and deathmatch um, is probably my favorite. I'm just finding out that you can get a lot deep into the guns and like do the own paint jobs and all that kind of stuff. Um, what kind of specialists are you running? I run with um, the girl with the grenade launcher. All right, so the war machine. Yeah, I like. I love that. I'll, I'll switch. I I tried to use the um the the dude with the shoots electricity. I don't know what that dude is. A prophet, maybe. Uh huh. Like I was doing one game where those those shots were mattering. I was hitting people and electrifying multiple people at once. And then I played another game where I just couldn't hit anybody but buddy with it. So I was like, I'm going back to War Machine because you shoot through three grenades at once, man. So if you run up on somebody through a doorway, like you're gonna win, <laughs> regardless. Yeah, I was running when I first started. I was running with Sparrow, with the uh, yeah bow and arrow. Yeah, I like her. But it was just so bad on the shots that I started using the war machine 
and I was doing a lot better. I just unlocked um, the the girl that can like up your kill streaks, and yeah. so you'll get your kill streak faster. But I really don't care for that because I'm not good enough to get a kill streak anyway. So, but there's a lot of campers. I have found places to camp. Um, you know, I know that's really bad. People get so mad at you and want you to run around and just shoot. I run. I, I do not let go for, of that run button, man. I'm, I'm running in SMGs all day, man. Just, And I'm, I'm mostly on the top of the list. I haven't played in a couple of days, so I bet you when I go back, I'm going to suck balls, like the sweatiest, <laughs> dirtiest balls, salty balls. But but when I was playing, man, I was doing good. I was on top of the list. Like every time I was, oh, I was excited, man. I was playing against PC players on, on mouse and keyboard, and I was... I had my Xbox One controller, and I was holding, like, I was keeping up, man. I was, I was excited. I was proud of myself. You were proud that you I was proud of up. myself. I was like, yeah, I was proud of myself. I was keeping up with PC gamers. You know what I mean? Like, well, all, that's, I mean, that's the problem with Call of Duty. You walk away for a day or two, you are just screwed. I mean, they're going to get so good mm-hmm. and just come after you, and you have those guys who are just amazing at it. Yep. That's but, true. I told y'all last night that I was having a problem with uh, these kids on there. You meet these 12, 13-year-olds who just are, I don't have nothing better to do than call out nasty stuff to you on Xbox. And that's the one thing I hate. But at least you can just mood them real quick. Mm-hmm. And then I just go in there and I beat them real bad. And it's so funny to watch them. And then I'll unmoon them and say something mean to them and then you know, go on my way. But... You're gonna, uh, you're gonna punk some little thirteen year old, some eleven year old man. Hook, you're you're a big dude, man. I don't know. What's up, but, you little uh, punks? You little punks. <laughs> the the guns are good. Um, like most of them, been playing with more of the assault rifles. The perks are good. I've been taking away all my grenades and tacticals because I've been playing on hardcore, so I don't use them. And be able to put different, um, like I'll have like the stock. I'll have like the the grip on my gun. I'll use um, you know one of the special sights um i even got rid of my pistol to add more perks so i wouldn't even have a pistol so but i don't stay alive long enough to run out of bullets i've ran out of bullets once i think in one game on hardcore (coughs) and i got what nine or ten kills in a row you know what I've noticed in Black Ops 3 multiplayer is I don't run out of bullets as much. I don't need like that scavenger perk or anything i I mean i pretty much never switched to my um secondary no, that's why I got rid of my pistol because it was just taking up a slot. I could put one of my wild cards in or another, you know, uh, attachment in instead of carrying a uh, another another gun. Yeah. Um, what atta- attachments and stuff do you use? Or I always use a red dot, and I always use. Um, well, right now I'm running with the SMG with like a red dot and silencer, and a stock. I think. Um, to keep it more stable, but I mean, once I get that rapid fire unlocked, I'll definitely be using that. So no, I don't use a uh, silencer because on hardcore you never see their shots anyway. So. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. I'd be playing hardcore if I could. So so as far as Call of Duty goes, my opinions. Um, I'm still pl- I haven't played any of the single player. Uh, this kind of has the heart of of. Black Ops 1, I think Black Ops 1 has better maps, to be honest. Like, those, some of those maps are classic. Um, have you played the Nuketown, the new Nuketown? Yeah, I actually played that the other night. And Ox, we went in, and um, I was asking my son if, you know, on Black Ops 2, if you went in Nuketown and shot all the heads off the mannequins, you could play the Atari 2600. 
And so on this one, if you go inside and shoot off all the heads of the medicans with under two minutes, the medicans turn into zombies and you start fighting them. Oh, really? Yeah, cool, man. That's an Easter egg. I didn't know that. So, but uh, yeah, it's Nuketown. It's Nuketown. I mean, it's the exact same thing. I like that that you can't jump over the bus anymore because you don't have people standing on the bus shooting you down. Mm, yeah, hey, the but, Nuketown looks really, really awesome, though, man. I love what they did to it. Like you know, you know Nuketown. You get in there, you're like, this is Nuketown, but it feels different. Yeah. But, yeah, it's Nuketown. I mean, it's exactly what you've seen for three games. So, I mean, I even got a T-shirt upstairs for Call of Duty New, uh, Nuketown. Awesome. But, but yeah, it's, it's Call of Duty. Um, I, no, it's, it's better than Call of Duty. It's Black Ops. And Treyarch, the people that make it, do it. In, no, is, is it Treyarch? Treyarch. Treyarch's the best out of all of them, man. Yeah, it's, it, they have really got this... And I noticed the one thing when I'm playing multiplayer and you shoot somebody, you get that little, I don't know if it's a sound, but you feel like it's like a hit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I love that. It's like, all right, I know I shot him. You, you get that little controller vibrate, little hit that you hear. And no other game does that. And I really like that, you know. I say buy it. It's, it's If you're waiting for a Call of Duty game, it's the Call of Duty game to get. It's the best one that's been out there in years. Better than Ghost, better than Advanced Warfare. Um, get it. It's really good, especially if you play a lot of multiplayer. Awesome, man. Um, anything else on Call of Duty? No. Rob, anything, any other games you want to talk about? Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Finished it. Okay. Good story. Yeah, it was good. Um, really good story. It was a, a definite step up. Um, hoping the DLC is going to be good. I'm just waiting to see what the DLC is, is going to be for that. It seems like uh, they do pretty good DLC with Assassin's Creed. Usually do. Um, I can't remember if the DLC was any good from Unity. I suspect it was. But the the the, the, the DLC from Black Flag was brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting to see what the DLC thing is going to be with Tomb Raider. I'm hoping it's worth it because even if it's only an extra five minutes, they'll probably get my money. Um, what else? Backwards compatibility. People need to support it so that they keep bringing games. Okay, so um, we got a voicemail. Uh, we also got a couple community uh, questions. Um, you guys, if you guys are not a part of our community, go on Facebook and just search Horrible Gamers Podcast, and you can find us and join us. We're, we've been having a lot of people join lately. It's been really, really awesome. Uh, this week we got... Um, Heriberto Martinez, is that how you say his name? Heriberto, Mike Morgan, and Cy Skinner. So, you guys, thanks for joining. We really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, let's go to our questions. We already went over one of Jeremy Shepard's questions, but the other question is from Crystal. Crystal says, question, anybody going to drink with me? So, uh, um, so Hook, answer that question. Uh, if I'm doing it on the podcast, I am drinking. Um <laughs> Tonight, I am actually drinking a, um, there's a whiskey place up where I live called Davy Crockett Whiskey. They have a whiskey, Tennessee whiskey blend, which is absolutely amazing, and I've had some of that. And right now, I am drinking some of the Kona Brewing Company out of Hawaii. Um, I bought one of their packs. It has four different types of beer in it, um, a Castaway, uh, Indian Pale Ale, a Pale Ale, just a regular ale, um, an Island Lager, and it's really good, so... You know, trying some different craft beer instead of my regular Keystone Light. 
and some whiskey. Love me some whiskey. Awesome. So, Crystal, yes, Hook is drinking with you. I, I'm drinking. Rob doesn't drink. Brink, Brink drinks. Uh, we're, we're a bunch of losers besides Rob. <laughs> okay, um, also, okay, so we got a uh, Steve McManus. He says, I'm drinking now. Does that count? He was asking Crystal. Just thought I'd say that. Uh, so Jeremy Shepard also says, after playing the Battlefield beta and now the trial, there is a definite di- there's a definite difference between the two, such as variety of gameplay, co-op, and local versus modes. Do betas sometimes cause more harm than good? So he's asking, like, do you think putting out betas can cause more harm than good? Because I, th- I think what he's trying to say is he played the beta and it wasn't that great compared to the actual game. Which well, maybe they changed it. Maybe they changed what they saw in the beta was wrong, and you're getting a better game out of it. I, I mean, don't know if they, they did that, because that was not that long ago, man. There's not enough time to change anything. I'm sure they've changed some stuff. They've had to. If they, They'll get the information from the people playing the beta and what people write in and just change little things, and it makes it that much better. Yeah, because when I played Battlefield, I was like, this looks amazing. It sounds amazing, uh, but it, to me, it was kind of bland, and I, I just I'm not into it, and I've got games to play, so I'm not going to be jumping on the full game unless, like, it's it's super cheap later and I need something to play. So I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know. Beta, betas to me, I, I love betas because you can. When I play a beta, I'll jump in there for a match or two, or I'll jump in there for a small section of the game, and I usually turn it off. I don't get too deep, so I have the idea of what I'm looking forward to. So I always like betas. It's Battleborn. I would have figured I would have liked Battleborn, but I played the beta of that. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm good. I'm not into it. Thanks, guys, for the questions. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Crystal. Steve McManus also says, Steve McManus also says, betas hurt my feelings. We're sorry, Steve. No, we really are. We don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah, we don't. No, we actually, don't I really don't care if we hurt his feelings. Is that bad to say? Yes, that means you're oh. a complete asshole, dude. Yeah. So, we got a voicemail. We got a voicemail from Normie. Uh, we're going to play it, and we're going to pause it because it's a long voicemail. And as Normie knows, when she leaves long voicemails, which I love, we're going to make fun of it. Dun, 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 dun. I'm looking for it. So go ahead. Fill space, Hook. So, um, you know. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Hi, horrible gamers with a C. This is Norma. I'm calling once again. I just wanted to say a fantastic show that you guys all have with Ted. Ted Akin from Combat Kids and Zombie Cast. It was really awesome to hear one of my really cool co-hosts being your guest. And as always, you guys have fun, entertaining shows. I was going to ask you a question, guys. You know, I appreciate you answering my question about the cheating. If you're looking at a guy to help you when you're stuck. Okay, I don't know how... I haven't listened to this yet, so she wants to ask a question. Let's, let's take a guess on what you think the question is going to be. It says something about cheating. What is it going to be, Hook? Well, she said, um, if you use a god, is that cheating? Okay, well, uh, she hasn't asked the question yet, and I don't know what the question is, so we're going to take a guess. I think she's going to ask us... Hmm, she's going to ask us... I don't know. What is she, what is she going to ask us? If she's going to ask if you're awesome. I don't think it's going to be that. <laughs> well, let's hear We'll find out right now. But if I sat down to play Tomb Raider today, and I got my pizza ready to be next to me, and I got my soda to be ready next to me, yes, there's porridge on the soda, I started thinking, what are go-to snacks that you keep right next to you when you're about to play a really meaty game? Okay, that's not at all what I thought was going to be asked. Uh, No. Go-to snacks. 
Rob, I see Rob like I've seen Rob on the podcast, and he'll sit down with a big ass salad. But here, let's fi- let's finish the question. <laughs> that you know that you are not going to be getting up for hours because it's just going to be that kind of involved game. Do you keep next to you on hand so that you do not have to get up and interrupt your awesome gameplay? So, what snacks or what go-to food do you have sitting next to you, waiting to be munched on, so you do not? Do not give up on your game and have to press that pause button. All right. Bye. Thank you, Normie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, okay. So, yeah, thanks. Do you guys, you guys snack when you're gaming? Me, I pause the game. I go eat snacks. I can't stand grease on my controller, so I always have to eat separately, and then I wash my hands with, with, with soap. I, I never eat while I'm gaming. If I eat, I'll turn a movie on or something eat like a meal but so i don't snack but i do drink while i'm gaming um usually i'll have something but like if i'm if it's late on a friday or saturday night what i what i used to do a long time ago is i would get a um a cooler and i put my 12 pack in a cooler with ice and set it right next to me so i wouldn't have to get up to get another one um i can just open up the cooler and get another cold beer and drink it nowadays if i'm doing that i'll just get up and go to the refrigerator real quick and get a beer but um that's usually just on a late friday saturday night gaming session i'll do that other than that no i I really don't drink or eat i just sit down and play games and if i get hungry i'll go eat um other than that but my gaming sessions don't last more than three or four hours so what about you rob um i'm pretty particular on my food i don't really i don't think i eat at all when i'm gaming when you, when you get like when you get souped up for a big game, you know you're gonna be there for a couple hours. You bring you bring some snacks or drinks or anything with you? No, I don't really snack. I'll, I'll I might take a protein shake or something to or a protein bar, just so that I hold over. Uh, but because I'm I'm now back in training, so I I'm very particular about what I eat and getting in shape is more important to me than fucking um, junking out. I just <laughs> yeah. can't do it. Makes me feel sick as anything. Yeah, I, I at nighttime man. When I if I drink man, I eat a lot. So when I, if I drink a lot, if I drink at night man, I just constantly go back to the fridge. But every once in a while, I get a game, and it, it makes me think less about you know. It makes me think less about just going and doing some like brainless eating when I don't need it. I'm not hungry, but I just eat it. I'll, I'll usually have a fruit or something nearby, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, food. If I'm gaming, it's gaming. It's um, there's no time for food. I like making a smoothie. I just I'll blend up frozen strawberries. I buy these frozen strawberries and bananas. Put a little bit of sweetener in there with almond milk. I make a big smoothie, a big cup of it. I have this big red cup I fill up, and it's super cold because of the frozen strawberries. They act kind of like ice. They just keep it cold, and I just kind of sip on it. I can sip on that thing for an hour. It'll stay cold. I kind I like to do that when I'm gaming. I did that when I was playing Call of Duty. It was great. I kind of agree with Gunny Chief a little bit. He says he drinks water and coffee. I don't do the coffee side of it, but I always have water nearby somewhere. I've normally got three or four bottles around me. But that, that fills you up as much as anything. Yeah. I drink a lot of water, but I always have to go to the restroom a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I've had to use the restroom right now for like 30 minutes. I'm holding it in because I'm, I think we're going to probably finish this up here in a minute. We're going to be a show yeah. short tonight. You should, um, even when you are gaming long stretches, you should get up and move around quite a bit. You shouldn't sit down for six hours on end just on your ass. It's you get like good. a blood clot or something. Yeah, well, that's it. You get a blood clot, you're dead. And, uh, you know, you yeah, should always sore. exercise. 
Guys, I've been doing this workout lately. Um, this like thigh and butt workout. No joke. Squats and stuff. How you're just sitting? Sounds totally gay, but it's not. Um, no, no, no. Like, uh, like, like, uh, like right now it's cold. We don't really use the heater too much. Like, it just, I just kind of let it be cold. So, like, I'll do this little workout and I'll, like, I'll be, I'll have my shirt off by the end. Yeah, I'm doing some workouts. Oh, man, it sounds, sounds funny. But yeah, it, it's a good way to. Is that Rob? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Okay, so, um, yeah, I don't know. That looks like. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? You just want to wrap it up and do a short show short tonight. Short? Short show. Damn, I can't say it. Ready? Short show short, tonight. Short show. Short show. Say that five times fast. Short show, short show, short show, short show. Gamers with a Z. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think we're all we're about done as far as the next, next, next week. I should have started Fallout by then and I'll finish up Tomb Raider. And uh, me, Brink, and Rob plan on doing a. We'll do a separate episode strictly on Tomb Raider. Maybe we'll do the first half of it, kind of our review, and then the second half we'll go straight into like spoilers. We're gonna spoil the shit out of it, but we'll oh, give you a warning. It's gonna be a deep dive. It's if, if you if you don't want to know everything about this game, you do not want to listen listen to the podcast. Cool, man. <clears throat> yeah, we'll we'll definitely be doing that soon. Um, so, is there anything else, you guys? For, for speak now or forever. Hold your peace. I'm glad I got to come back and talk to y'all. Yeah, me too, man. Well, I'm not glad, but it's okay. Don't have to be an ass. Don't have to be an ass. We love you, dude. We definitely love you, man. I'm just, dude, I'm just so busy. Yeah, we get it. Time. We get it. I have excuses too. Hold on. I got, I got a wallet full of excuses. I'm going to send some email and use some excuses next time you can use them. And I won't tell the other guys that you, that you use that they're off my list. But they're good ones. I don't know. I'm just playing. My son's up. playing Black Ops 3 right now. He's like, he's like, all I want to do is play Black Ops 3. I know, man. I wish so I was, like, dude. If they had games like they have nowadays, when when I was a kid, like Rob, can you imagine if the games nowadays were the same kids we had we had when we were younger? Like we would have never grown up or got jobs. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but I do want to say this: Do not get the Black Ops 3 360 edition. It is horrible. Oh yeah, I saw the um, screenshots. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. horrible. So you guys, everybody, everybody should just buy Tomb Raider and go yes, play that game. Yes. Crystal Dynamics deserve your money. Is, is Tomb Raider on three three sixty? No. No. Really? I didn't know they that. Couldn't, there's no way in hell they could have put that on three sixty. It would have blown the three sixty up. Wow. Is it on PS4? Yeah. No. No. Not yet. No, not till next year. I'm gonna buy that on PS4 and do it all again. That will be amazing. So it's on just PS4. on three on Xbox One right now. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to have the PC released early next year. I will definitely be jumping on that. But yeah, everyone should at least play it. It's well worth the time. 30, 40 hours of your time, you will never regret it. You think you're going to be able to finish everything that 30 or 40 hours? I'm on, actually no, I'm 40, 50 hours maybe for me. But uh, I'm on about 30 hours now and about, uh, I've almost finished the story, but I'm only about 30% of the, the game done. All right, I'll probably end up buying it. Probably not like here in about a month. Probably. Do you just wait till Black Friday? I'm sure there's gotta yep. be. Oh, maybe there'll be a sale. There'll be a two for one sale. Tomb Raider and something else. Yeah, right now well, the target the target ends tonight though, but it's like buy two get one free. Well, right now I've just I got Christmas and I got Christmas presents and stuff. So, you know, it's kind of harder to spend money on games when you have to spend money on other things. Yeah, it's still what me and my wife did. We canceled Christmas. So. Just cancel Christmas. You, yeah, you don't have two kids, though. I got dogs. You do that. <laughs> hey, dogs, dogs just want one, one, man. They don't want to give anything. They just want one stuff. They want snacks, food. 
All right, guys, so that looks like this is the end of episode 74, 8, 78, I mean, 78. It's definitely 78. You guys want to leave us a, a voicemail, I mean, an email, send us a horrible gamers podcast at gmail.com. You could be the first one to leave us an email. Do it. If you want to send us a voicemail like Normie did, thank you, Normie. It's 504-475-4497. You can also join our Facebook group. Look, at, look us up on YouTube. Find us on Twitter, at Horrible Gamers, and we're on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Um, life is good. Life is good for the Horrible Gamers. We're horrible people as well. Uh, last week, um, so we got Jesus at Jesus Walks. We don't know where Jesus is, but we're going to let Jesus... He's gonna, with this pit boy out in the world. Yeah, I don't know, man. He, he's MIA. We're going to have to send a search team after him. But anyways, Jesus walks a lot on, on Xbox Live. GSUS walks a lot on PSN. Brink of Eternity is Brink of Eternity. King uh, Rob is King of Zed. Hook is CPT and Space Hook. I am They Call Me Iams. And also I got the Horribly Awkward podcast. So listen to that, Horribly Awkward. Last week I did an episode with Jesus. If you guys want to listen to Jesus go really deep into the stuff he's been through and the way he's pulled out of it, like I was really, really impressed. Like It was a deep conversation. And it was not the normal kind of conversation I have on that on Horribly Awkward podcast. But, man, it is a story that you guys need to hear. Like, it is a fascinating story. So much that it's inspired me to do my life story eventually on a podcast. It is great. So, check that out. Also, I'll have Faye. Faye's going to come on tomorrow on Horribly Awkward. So, that should be pretty awesome. And um, that's it. And, Jesus, oh, Jesus may be on the Uncanny X-Bros this week. So, keep an eye out for that. Uncanny X-Bros, Jesus Gonzalez, Jesus Walkslot will be on it. And I just want to say good night and thanks you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Rob, can you give us? Can you can you speak some like um, some words of inspiration? No. Okay, that's thank you, Rob. That's perfectly what I expected. Hey, look, look, um, tell us something. Hey, um, keep uh, France in your prayers about everything that's happened over there, or think about them. Um, A lot of bad stuff has happened, so just think about them. You pray, pray for them. All right. Yes, yes. Th- uh, thoughts and prayers go out to Paris. And I want to thank everybody in the chat. Um, Crystal, um, Gunny Chief, uh, Cowboy Way, which is Matt, Rob. I just seen that. Uh, Murchie's in there. Hey, Murchie, what's up? Vigo Wilsifer, Catsy Mouse. Uh, there was a couple of guys earlier, but since you're not on the list and I can't see you right now, I am sorry, but good night. Oh, we're good, man. We're done. We're done. a short show straight to the point i'm sure there was shit that happened this week but i don't remember any of it i couldn't figure it out there's nothing nothing's gonna happen right before christmas no bail front comes out i guess someone might be excited about that song i don't know who yeah i I don't know um the guy game share with wants to get battlefront he's trying to talk me into buying it i'm like i'd rather buy tomb raider than that why don't you you... yeah why don't you guys once you buy tomb raider have him buy battlefront well, actually, he's supposed to buy the next guy. I bought Destiny and Halo, and he's bought Black Ops. So actually, it's his turn to buy another one. Yeah, that's what's hard about game sharing, man. If you're not equally doing, you know, someone's going to feel like, like you know, I'm game sharing with, with people, with somebody. And I'm like, I, you know, I just bought all these games, even though he's not playing them. I'm like, I just bought, you know, Until Dawn. <laughs> 
the great thing about this backwards compatibility. All of a sudden, a whole bunch of games have opened up for the Xbox One. I, got, yeah, I should look on my list. They should be. They're in there, right? Are they? Are they're in that uh, like ready to install list. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they just popped up in there, man. It was awesome. I, 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 when it first came out on that day, I think I downloaded eight games, even though I was bitterly disappointed at the, the release, but still got eight games out of it. It was cool, and I'll play them. I'm really looking forward to playing Monkey Island and, and, and um, Just Cause 2. Those games seem I like right, Just Cause. It's a pretty good game. Yeah, it, it's all about destruction, and um, I'm into the destruction. That's good. Well, I'm going to get Just Cause 3, I think, on PC, yeah. strictly because it's like 25 bucks, and I don't know anything about Just, just Cause, but everyone just says it's fun. So, Yeah, I mean, from what I played of Just Cause 2 yesterday, it was just utter destruction you'll get you got chaos points or something and you just destroy anything and everything Two boom minutes. i just started up the recording we are still streaming and we're about to start here we go welcome to episode 